everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Yoga Lotties. <laughs> hey! And we are joined this week by special guest, Karine Zacarinas. This is the Johnny episode of The O.C., if you've there never so seen it. There are so many of them. Well, this is, like, happening. Johnny operating at full speed. But it's uh, season four, or season three, episode ten. The Chrismica Bar Mitzvah, which everyone probably remembers as Ryan's Bar Mitzvah, but what you don't remember necessarily is that it was pretty much entirely about Johnny buying a gun. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think everyone does remember it as Johnny just ruining Chrismica. Johnny ruins Chrismica. Yeah, that's what it could be called. It's like, basically, because Chrismica is like an, an easy episode to do. It's really hard to ruin it. Why could they call they it find the Johnny that stole Christmas? It would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So Christmaca, I guess you could add Christmaca, but it, it is atrocious. Because even the previouslys, like right out the oh. gate, the previouslys are just like reminding you of what's going on this season. Johnny and I was like bracing myself for the Johnny <laughs> loves Marissa. I don't remember Johnny at all. I think once he was introduced, I was already kind of like, I don't, I'm not paying attention. You are anymore. a lucky human being, my God. And I kind of stopped watching it like fully attention based because it was just sort of like, oh. Uh, Taylor Townsend's here. I'll pay attention. All right, now I'm going to go back to doing homework or something. Like, it was it was a very, like, hit or miss. And I think I watched it right because I don't... If I had watched this, like, really interested in the show at the time, I feel like this is, like, a joke. It feels like a joke, right? No, it totally feels like a joke. I watched it in... We watched the OC religiously in college. Every, like, it was it on, like, Thursday nights with a margarita bucket, yeah. and that didn't even help. We all <laughs> stopped watching it at this point oh, of the season. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really killed people for, like, enjoyment. Like, I was, I had already stopped watching it religiously because I was still upset that it basically killed life as we know it because I had to go head to head. Yes. When ABC decided that they wanted to move their show to Thursday night at 8, the same time as the OC, I'm like, well, now I'm just angry. Well, they and wanted plus... that teen money, but they didn't realize the OC was, like, a fucking powerhouse. Even exactly, and it was going, and when they did that, it was still season two of the OC, but it was all, and it was during the Marissa, uh, Olivia Wilde arc. Mm. So it's like, well, of course you... I mean, that was, like... That was ratings, though, so it's like, you're just trying to kill a show at this point. Yeah, yeah. And it reminds me, this episode in particular kind of reminds me, I want to say it up front because it becomes more apparent later on. No, I can't think of the actual like show that I'm thinking of, but it reminds me of a. I mean, we we mentioned. Um, it reminds me of something like Superstar with uh, from Buffy. I know we. Oh talked yeah, about Jonathan. This recently. Or it's something like uh, not that. That's the heightened, crazy, ridiculous example. But there are episodes where I think uh, there's some show I'm not thinking of where someone's like misremembering that they're part of the group the whole time, even though they're not. Mm-hmm. But like that's the basic vibe of this. There's like it. It acts like. Johnny, like Johnny is, is their part friend. of the group, and it's like <laughs> yeah. this feels like a fever dream he had while he's about to die on the operating table. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> terrible leg. <laughs> like exactly, because they've introduced plenty of new characters, and it's like, well, either they fit or they don't. But like Johnny did not fit. Like Even I like was like, can Luke we have Oliver instead? Even like a Luke or a Taylor would have made more sense in that exactly. group. Exactly, he it didn't make sense. That Taylor's not in this episode at all. Oh my god. Well, all right. So previously on the OC. <laughs> Johnny is a a piece of trash (laughs) and his leg is broken (laughs) and it's garbage and everything sucks but uh, they're they're picking out Christmas trees up front because of course just like everything Summer does she's like really particular about what kind of Christmas tree she's gonna get and they're also in the midst of convincing Ryan to have a bar mitzvah which yeah it's first of all I want to just talk about how sassy Ryan Atwood is in this whole open and this whole episode I really recommend people go back and watch this at some point because Ryan is the kind of character you don't appreciate as a teenager sometimes yes but when you're older it's so true he's amazing so true I have my notes I was like I have in my notes that you're like I feel like you grow up like really wanting to like bone set Mm -hmm. and then like you watch it as an adult and you're like no, I want to marry. So yeah, I want to marry Ryan. I marry Ryan Atwood. Um, he can wear the choker if he wants. I'm fine with it. Like, but <laughs> that's Seth how great is he is. So the, the choker is okay. Is. <laughs> the choker is okay. Only for Ryan Atwood, though. Yeah. Or I mean, so true. I mean, he's the ideal is is Sandy Cohen, but we'll take either one of them <laughs> in the time. Sandy I Cohen mean, exactly. in this episode is. Ugh, he is the highlight of the episode, in my opinion. I don't know. Oh, he's un- oh. amazing. What a good dad. eyebrows. Oh. I can't even take it. But So anyway, so they're <laughs> Christmas trees. 
They're they're trying to convince Ryan to have a bar mitzvah for completely ridiculous reasons. Not because bar mitzvahs are good for Ryan if he wanted to be part of the Coens as like an adopted son because he's not half Jewish. Well, well, not well, they actually don't have the bar mitzvah thing yet. Uh, it's just that uh, Seth's talking about Chrismica and how it's the most brilliant thing in the world because right. every Jewish boy wants Christmas. Right. And Ryan, of course, sassily asks, "So what does every Christian boy want?" And um, he brings up a bar mitzvah. He's not wrong. <laughs> like, I, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs were very cool when I was younger. Cause it, I, I don't mean, remember that ever happening. Well, they're, they're more rare in this area because there's not as many people who are Jewish. So when they did happen, it was, like, extravagant because it's just, like, the only one. And there were so many people you could invite. And, I mean, you see there's certainly, like, shows and other other movies that make bar mitzvahs in a very, like, you know eccentrically crazy big thing so that episode of happy endings yes that (laughs) well like i had a friend who was a photographer who used to go and and in fact she had one downtown where someone someone's father paid a whole bunch of like random freelance photographers to show up on a red carpet and just take photos of them exiting a a limo and that's philadelphia so it's not even like it's la (laughs) so it's like (laughs) people were throwing money around for bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs just because they wanted their kids to feel special and that's great i'm not even judging that really i mean to a degree if there's some but it's really just like a one-time thing it's not like it's an everyday event at least but like it definitely had this prestige about it where i think i mean of everything else that's probably the most i I mean i don't know that i was like super into hanukkah or anything when i was younger because it did seem like less presents even if you were getting Mm -hmm. the same amount eventually but so so that's that's where he's trying to convince ryan like isn't it a great idea to have a bar mitzvah (laughs) like bar mitzvahs (laughs) are great and uh for whatever for what's worth this show did a great job of introducing judaism to a lot of people who did not know about it like they go into a lot of the specifics of it even in this episode i'm like this is pretty nice (laughs) these are (laughs) if it's a targeted at a teen demo and i mean i'm not i'm not necessarily being exposed to judaism i'm like oh it's making it into a cool hip thing and i'm like that's kind of nice even though they bring (laughs) christmas into it but you know can we just agree real quick that if you take out johnny this episode is actually like pretty decent yeah like if you just that's, re- completely yeah, remove totally. johnny like i'm in like just this cold open i'm enjoying it like the dynamics between just the, the core four yeah and then they bring up ryan it's very I mean, highs they bring and up lows. johnny i mean and it's like it's it's oh. highs and lows because you'll get a terrible scene and then a great scene a terrible scene and a great scene and even the stuff that's not johnny related is mm-hmm. like not amazing all the time but like there are definitely great scenes within mm-hmm. the episode especially like I mean, all the sandy stuff is phenomenal yeah you have summer yeah. calling marissa cooper scooper which <laughs> oh, i Lord. wish had stayed forever well i think i think sandy at his heart is like at his most happy when he's like describing how great judaism is to children <laughs> <laughs> he, like if you think back though like every christmas come whenever he gets it like well obviously seth will be like talking about christmas and how great it is and how he wanted to include it but it's always like sandy's job to like interrupt and be like but but as you know Judy Judaism's great too and he's just so happy and it's like such a childish happiness where he's just like like smiling and his eyebrows are all big and fluffy and up above his eyes and it's just sweet and i just feel like maura do you need to take a moment <laughs> i'm gonna need to take the rest of the afternoon after <laughs> but like i mean even after he like acts like he's like sort of like fake offended that they want to like throw a bomb at stuff for ryan like he's like this is sort of offensive but I'm like, Sandy, you're not really offended, I don't think. And, like, you think you're actually super into this idea. And, and, and then, yeah, when he does actually go into it later on, it's like, oh, he's actually, like, he, he was offended on a level because he really, I think at, the, at his base, he wanted Ryan to have a bar mitzvah. Like, this is yeah, something that he never said out yeah. loud, but he's like, I didn't want this to be a joke when I brought this up to you. I'm like, oh my god, I can't take it. <laughs> There's also so much good, like, Sandy Cohen, like, peak Sandy Cohen dad, dad advice. advice exactly. Too. He even says, like, like, buckle up for a Sandy Cohen dad speech. It's too much to handle, and it, I just can't handle him. But so, so they're convincing Ryan to have that bar mitzvah. He's kind of, like, lukewarm to the idea in general. And they, oh, in the meantime, Marissa decides... They're gonna get Johnny a Christmas tree, and I'm just what? like, "What? You can get a Christmas tree for free." I'm like, "This is stupid." Let his, if his mom wanted a Christmas tree, they'd have a Christmas tree. The well, they're end. so poor, literally. They're just so poor. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, you're still living in like I think in in a general OC related re- area, even if it's like the the bad part of town or something. They, yeah, they still live in Newport Beach. It's not like the bad part of town, like. Uh, Alex, Olivia Wilde's character, lived in the bad part of town. They live in a fine part of town. And the part, the reason he can't afford the surgery is because surgery is expensive and her insurance doesn't cover it. They can afford yeah. a goddamn Christmas tree. I felt that that was so... Oh, it's just... I mean, it was a little one. They so maybe... could be Satanists. You don't know, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know Johnny's last name? 
Harper, which, as we all know, stands for Satan. Oh, my. <laughs> yes, of course. But, um, so they, they give the tree to Johnny, and then they're informed that in the meantime, um, he's not going to be able to afford the surgery. And I, I want to interrupt before that, too. I forgot Rachel, Rachel Bilson was spilled so low on this show. I found it really ironic in retrospect. She's billed, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. last. And not, like, an she end She and Melinda credit. Clark weren't, like uh regulars until like episode 10 or whatever of the, of the series and she's like and she's not doesn't have like the end credit like like ends end rachel bilson it's just rachel bilson at the end and i was like oh god ironically she's probably done the most since this besides <laughs> i was just like oh no but um so they, they give the tree to johnny he's like bereft because now he's never gonna surf again because his, 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 well, he, he, he was they, he got hit by a car because he, who, who was he chasing? He was chasing, like, Marissa or something. Or, like, his uh, ex-girlfriend, Vicky from Vampire Diaries. But I don't even understand what happened. I mean, like, it doesn't, it, does it matter, though? No, it doesn't. It's <laughs> Johnny. He but they're making it sound, the they're making it sound like they, like, all together took a bat and, like, they, like, literally passed it down the line. They all took a smash at his leg. And they're all so guilty about it. It's like, Jesus, it's not your problem. Like, let him deal with his leg on his own. And this is after, specifically, Marissa, like, just heard Johnny say, I love you. Maybe you should, like, take some sign away from him? Well, that's what Ryan's trying to say the whole time. Ryan is really kind of not even into the idea of getting him on the tree. Ryan, at first, is just like, he's fine with it because he, he knows that there's nothing on Marissa's part. But, like, Marissa just keeps poking and prodding, basically, to the point, like, is there something on her part? So- she doesn't... To seem like get how to just stay away. Marissa. Should we take a second and say where we all stand on Marissa? Oh my God, no, <laughs> never. She also, she has the worst hair extensions in this episode. Oh, it's awful. So, so does that, do any of us like her? No, no. Okay, yeah. I w- uh, if we had done the graduation, uh, the thing about it is I just wanted to talk about season three being terrible in general because graduation is actually a good episode. But that's like peak Marissa, like just of, of actually being a decent character for the first time ever because they know she's about to peace out (laughs) why not bother exactly they 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 put so much of the show's like um conflict on her shoulders and i almost feel bad about it but in the end it's like no you're also just terrible so i can't really feel that bad about it it's just it's it's a sad truth because honestly she does kind of lead johnny on and i'm not trying to put that on her because He's as much as to blame, because really they have no chemistry, and I didn't even read that until the later half of the episode, (laughs) but, like, when he starts, like, really kind of, like, following her around and, like, being all kind of, like, oh, puppy dog with her, it just becomes, like, all right, look, Marissa, you realize that he's into you, so you've got to be more clear, and you've got to put some space between each other. Like, different signals, basically. He says, I love you, and she doesn't, like, just, she's just okay basically (laughs) she's buying him christmas trees and like honestly i hate i hate putting that because it's really not her job to worry about how he feels typically i would i would say it's it's not her fault but like it kind of really is her fault in a way well even when johnny is like was it johnny or marissa they're like when they're at the diner and she's like can we one of them is like can we just start over and i was just like oh god we all know like (laughs) Anytime anyone no. says that, like, can we start over? No, we know that this is going to explode in, like, two episodes. Yeah, and it does. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she literally goes up in flames. But, um, it's, it's well, like... Well, he dies first, so... Oh, does he? Oh, I forgot about he, that. Yeah, he, he like, trip and fall. Oh, yeah! He, just, he decides to go after, start, go after Caitlin Cooper, since he can't get Marissa, by the way, and then He's he gets drunk trash. and falls off a cliff. Yeah. What an idiot. Oh, yeah, and that's Marissa's spiral. Yeah. yeah, that's when Marissa decides she's going to start fucking Volchuk. No. I mean, Volk. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, but, like, okay, at the end of the day, Marissa, I feel like she, it's not necessarily even that she's leading him on so much as, like, when someone's clearly that into you, you should just stop talking to them in some respect. Or at least, like, put some major space where you're only with him when you're with Ryan or something. You know what I'm, like, mm-hmm. she's, like, also, like, going over to his house alone and, like, giving him Christmas trees and hugging him alone at the beach. And it's just, like, girl, I know you're not trying to give him mixed messages, and, but this is not the way to do like, it. And like, we'll get through this together. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just bring a friend if you're gonna, if you want someone to not find you as an, and it's just, it sucks that it's her job to do that, but, like, honestly, he clearly is the kind of person where it's, like, he's just a lonely weirdo, and any kind of, like, love at all is <laughs> and, gonna take too, too much to heart, and you gotta... And, space yeah that. and the thing is since you guys didn't like really watch season three is the thing is like early on in the season you have pe- not even ryan but you have people like summer and seth being like yeah this dude's totally in love with you what are you doing 
Like, this is even before he ever brings up the fact that he's in love with her. And this is when he still has a girlfriend. So it's like, the signs were there. She and just this refuses is her, to listen. This is her MO, because she's done this with Oliver. She's done this with, like... Trey. I mean, Trey. She's done this with, like... Oh, I think even, even, like, Luke, too. Like, it's just like, she just is... I mean, I think she goes... Like she says in this episode, she actually, like, you know, lampshade that says she goes after bad guys who are lonely... You know, but like she troubled assumes guys. they're all like Ryan, who like have an inner like goodness, goodness to them. Like, or like a like Volchek even says it later when they're dating. He's like, "I'm not going to turn into like your like whipped puppy like Ryan Atwood," because like she just assumes they like, all like bad boys apparently are good inside or whatever. Well, it's her dad. I think it's like cre- creepy He's dad issues either. Exactly, and she assumes he <laughs> is, and he, she's wrong. She is at her heart just wrong about that, and she will never kind of learn. And I think it's like almost like her mother and father reverse, because I think on the inside, Julie actually does have that goodness inside of her, whereas on the inside, her father does not. And they put out different exteriors. Like, Julie's so cold on the outside, and he's so warm on the outside, but they're reversed on the inside. And, exactly. and she just can't find the guy that matches that, or girl that matches that fully. And it's kind of sad. But this episode really doesn't do a lot to make you sympathize because it's like, oh my god, you are, like, obsessed with him too. You can't leave him alone either. And it's just like, it's... Ryan Atwood is the most patient person in the world. <laughs> like, good lord, he earned Taylor Townsend, my god. <laughs> but, like, okay, so so that all happens. I, I, there's some oh, lines... by, by the way, the actor who plays uh, Johnny is... Terrible. He's a special guest star from the moment he what? shows up on the... Yeah. Why? Special guest star Ryan Donahue. I have no idea to this day why. Who's, who's um? Can I insert that I definitely saw him on Tinder within the last six? Oh months. my oh god! F Y I, he's on Tinder. If you're interested, oh my god! You should definitely IMDb... message him and be like, "Is your leg any better?" <laughs> <laughs> on the IMDb, it says Ryan is famous in the streets and subways of Manhattan as a bucket slash drum player. His nickname is no Focus. Thing. And yeah, that got so that got him special guest star privileges. Oh my god, Jesus! Oh, I hope Taylor Townsend got them too. My god, if, if she did not, that's I don't bullshit. Think she did not get special guest star. Oh my god, oh good lord. Well, anyway, so the episode we can kind of jump along because a lot of it's very repetitive. It's a lot of just like them planning the party <coughs> and them talking to Johnny. Well, it's like both they have of the to have the Christmas miracle, which they put on Summer because she is the savior of Christmas. And there's a terrible line, too, which is just such an L.A. thing. I was just like, fuck you guys. Where Sandy comes in, he's, like, wearing this, like, a oh, yes. pull-up zipper. And he goes, the air is so crisp. crisp. It must be 70 degrees out there. I and love I was, that line. Fuck this show. It's, like, 40 <laughs> degrees here now. I'm just, oh, there's still snow on the ground. I can't handle it's it. It's 80 but. degrees here right now, God actually. Damn. Ugh. So but I, I, I love that crisp 70. Right God <laughs> damn it. I, like, I was like, Sandy, you're testing me. But, like, uh, so Kirsten's obviously kind of upset. It's the first uh, Christmas holiday in general without her father. And she, and the last without the boys in the house, they're going to probably go off to college if they get in. Uh, <laughs> Why do you assume they're dumb? You, well, well, we know Seth is dumb. Um, so he's just like, oh. Uh, and then Sandy lays, lays down some real, like, mean, harsh truth where he's just want to feel better about your life. Go hang out with Julie Cooper. I was like, oh, my God. And so oh. they decide, they actually Ooh. do agree that it's a good idea to get Ryan to do the bar mitzvah for that money. And I think it's kind of bullshit for him, because like, he has to give away all this money he's earning for being a for good this person. piece of shit kid. And, <laughs> and, to a, and to a guy who's like trying to like scam on his like lady. And he knows And it. he's not like, even the rich one! Like... Of these four friends, he's the poor one! Yeah, well, I guess exactly! Worse is poor now, too, but like, like, why can't you just have like Rachel Bilson's dad, like, pull a check out or something like they, they have money. why can't rachel bilson's dad like do the surgery i mean well, i was thinking that too but, why, I, was but... Like, <laughs> I thought that's when they went to the, the, the hospital i thought they were gonna say we want someone to have the surgery done i, was like, I oh, guess because no, he's, he's a plastic surgeon but like he could have talked to, to the person who would have given the surgery yeah, like get him back from the bahamas it'd be fine mm-hmm. but i don't even know so they they do they're not very good at their resources. No, they're not. They're just like they're very bad. They're like, let's do a fundraiser for some poor dumb kid instead just of some like, poor dumb kid who's like, I don't want your charity. Yeah, and their <sighs> kids definitely would take the charity like regular human beings. 
And it's, he shoots like, oh my god, he shoots all over They Ryan should have gone this. to Johnny's mom, not Johnny, about this shit, honestly. Well, look, well, before we get to that scene, let's just do it briefly. Julie Cooper is now watching NASCAR races and, and chewing uh, uh, Skull. <laughs> let's just check god up on her life. Julie Cooper. Oh my god, Julie Cooper. I don't we, know how most people feel about the Julie Cooper trailer park, park chronicles, but I love them, especially every, I love it. every random thing she yells at Gus, the landlord, is my Gus favorite thing. Gus, the landlord, Spin-off. is amazing. Spin-off. <laughs> And <laughs> and Summer's we had Summer's sad family life where like her second or her second stepmom I think or something is just like out of step-mom town forever she's like away and Seth's really awkward in front of her dad and it's just that that's just spent since season one yeah and so we but, don't really know what's going on there more than just like he's there and kind of like grumpy about it but um so then we cut back to Johnny this is when they actually talk about getting the money for him because up until then he just thought that they were like, concerned about it now they're actually trying to give him money. And he's, like, it's the stupidest scene, too. It starts off with them walking into him in a darkened room watching old <laughs> surfing tapes of himself. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, um, uh, we're gonna get some money for you. And it's not even like it's, like, a rude, like, for all, it, it's coming from people who want him to get, well, ostensibly want him to get better. And he's like, oh, you're charity case now? It's like, yes, you are. You're a poor person. Take the money. <laughs> like... Either that or your leg won't get fixed. Those are your options. Or, I mean, we'll see later on what his version of solution is. It's it's, it's completely He's ridiculous. Such a f- Trash. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot wait to talk about his solution. And then he's like, he tries to shit all over Ryan and said, like, if any of you should understand, it'd be you, Ryan. It's like, yeah, Ryan's living like, in a mansion, you asshole. He knows how to take charity. Also, like, stop trying to, like, connect with Ryan. You told his girlfriend you love her. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, asshole. And honestly, Ryan really enjoys taking charity. Like, he didn't like it at first, but now that he's done it, he understands the benefit of, like, accepting help from people. And it's not, it's actually, I think, a very honest, humble way of living life. And it's like, Johnny is thinking it of, like, him looking weak. It's like, no, that you makes You do look strong. weak because you are a, a string bean with a limb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Ryan's just like, uh, he's like, uh, just do it, man. But Johnny, like, brushes them off completely. They're all just like, okay. And they leave the house. Like, the, the poor mom keeps, like, ushering them in, like, like. <laughs> Like seven times this episode. The poor mom who has this like has no personality, just like her son. No. Also, the mom. The mom looks like she would fit in better as a friend of the core four. <laughs> she really like won't. that's literally. A why is the mom? Why are they down. talking to Johnny about this money too? They should just be talking that to mom. Mom is hot. <laughs> She's a hot mom. <laughs> but why isn't she in charge of the surgery stuff? Like they should just give the money to her, and then Johnny will never know about it, and she'll just pay for it. Like that's all you need yeah. to do. Like, don't involve Again, this asshole. Don't so let bad. this child take control of this situation. He really they're is, so like, bad. barely 16 or 17, right? Like, I guess, well, yeah. yeah, I guess they're, like, 17 at this point. But he's, yeah, he has no choice in this. It's he's his mom. Like, oh, good lord. She chose not to have a Christmas tree, and she can choose to pay for the surgery <laughs> with their fundraising money. <laughs> God, and so uh, we get to, uh, later on, we get, the, the Coens are now, like, ultra-religious, because this is a scene where they decide to present the idea to the parents. <laughs> well, well, first, well, first <laughs> you, we have Summer, like, because they're all just hanging out by the pool. Like, it's a lot of the core four just kind of hanging out in this episode, which I actually I can enjoy. Too bad it's because of Johnny. Yeah. And Summer says uh, of Johnny, poor guy, slide a build in on crutches. He's kind of like our very own Tiny Tim. Yeah, well, she's not wrong. It's exactly <laughs> what they're probably going for, but I don't know if they even planned that ahead of time. It's, it's kind of perfect, but yeah. So then, then they decided to present the idea to uh, Sandy and Kirsten, and I, Kirsten, at one point, like, they're, they're talking about, like, and, you know, Christmas is important, right? And she's like, yeah, it's the birth of Christ. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa! It's just like, I've never seen Kirsten at all religious. She's like, I mean, is she? Oh, it's because it's just because Seth is doing that, like, flippant thing he does. He's like, you know, like, you know how Christmas is like a little holiday or whatever he calls it. <laughs> he mentions he mentions Tim Allen movies. Yeah, he's like, he's just like, it's Christmas is just like Tim Allen movies. Yeah, Tim Allen movies. And I don't remember what else he said. It was just, he's goofing off and she just was like, and the birth of Christ. And it's like, whoa. And then Sandy, of course, is all about uh, Jewishness and trying to. Explain, Jewishness. <laughs> yeah, trying to explain why this is not a great idea and why he's kind of offended by it. 
But then in the meantime, we get more of stupid Marissa going she's back going, to Johnny's yeah, house. Yeah, she's like, I'll go to Johnny's. Like, why, why are you going to Johnny's? Why? Why? Why is she going to Johnny's? That's a really huge question. I guess she thinks she can convince him on her own. And that right there is already a bad idea. Like, to have to try and convince him on your own. That sounds very hinky. But, like, she's just like, yeah, let me go back to Johnny's alone. He's busy playing solitaire and waiting for a phone Despite call. losing solitaire to himself. <laughs> he's such but, a fucking idiot. And he, he's like, I'm busy. And he's playing solitaire again in the dark. Like, they never have a light on in his house. I guess they're, they're poor. poor. <laughs> and guys, she gets, he I gets think- a phone call. Right. I think Johnny is like the ultimate fuck boy of those. Like he's like definitely up there. If we're ranking fuck boys of the OC, like he's definitely in the top three. <laughs> well, who are the top three? Let's let's go. Ooh, Goes Johnny, um, obviously. Dude, I don't know. I think Seth's kind of a fuck boy. <laughs> I put him at three then. Yeah, I put Seth at three. Who would be like, two? Because like sometimes he's like you know, but I'm not sure who number one would be. Volchuk, but I like. No, I mean, no. Like, <laughs> I, God, I'm too attracted Oliver? to Oliver? Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Oliver he goes Johnny, Oliver, Seth. <laughs> Poor <Exactly>. Seth. <laughs> Poor Seth. But, I mean, this is the season where Seth doesn't get into Brown, and then he gets addicted to marijuana and all that stuff. And he lies to, <laughs> he lies, he lies to Summer about getting into Brown. Oh, my God. Oh, addicted to marijuana is the best. Okay, um, so <laughs> they, uh, she, she tries to tell him, like, it's not a good idea to just not take this money. But uh, he gets a private phone call for which she needs to leave the house. <laughs> I was like, this is so... Like, it's not even good writing at the end of the day, right? He points at, doesn't he? Isn't he holding a pager at one point during that phone Oh, my God. He's playing he... solitaire by himself. He's like, points. I feel like he pointed to the pager. I thought it was a flip like... phone, but maybe yeah, it, it was a flip phone. Okay. It wasn't a flip phone? Okay. But either way, you, bu- you probably just saw old technology and just, like, blended like, it. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there holding a flip phone. Again, guy can afford a flip phone. Can't afford a Christmas tree. Like, <laughs> this is not... <laughs> Even a burner phone probably costs about the same as some cheap Christmas trees, so... Uh-huh. Well, I, I want to talk real quick about how, like, so they're going to do the Christmas bar mitzvah, but, like, when... Because Kiki convinces uh, Sandy for all of it, and it's just like, we're just going to hijack the Beach Club's Christmas party and tell the noopsies that it's for hospital money. And at first, I didn't know they were actually going to go, like, make it be for hospital money. So I'm like, are you guys just committing fraud for Johnny Harper? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. So they, they, they do that. I mean, it's it's a lot for them to be doing. But I guess I think. Like, yeah, Ryan, st- like, of, studies Hebrew, too. Yeah, they're obsessed with the idea of, like, having a good Christmas. So she just goes in full speed. And, um, so, he, Ryan gets a, uh, CD of, like, a guide to how to do the Judaism stuff. With From all Seth. of Seth's, like, 13-year-old box of junk. Like the trunk, yeah, it's, like, a whole bunch of random stuff. And then, it's, it's sad, because it, there, are, there are glimpses here where you get, like, past Seth, and you forget how sad he was. Like, yeah. sometimes they make so it true. into, like, like, sad Seth where he was, like, a, a 15-year-old loser, but it's like no, this was like he was a, he was a lonely guy for most of his life. Like all yeah. everyone from his class went to Luke's thirteenth birthday party instead of his bar mitzvah. Yeah, and yeah. it's something that he doesn't even really ever. You know, he could bring that up every week if he wanted to. He doesn't. But like that was like a huge part. And then like there are some things like when he's when he, when he brings up like how he was obsessed with Summer and she never paid attention to him. Sometimes that gets a little bit like calm down, Seth. But, like, this is an example of where it's just, like, he really did not have friends and, like, felt very, very, like, isolated in the whole class. And it was just kind of like, oh, I forget that that Seth exists because he's just not that person anymore. And, I mean, he's still awkward and alienating. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But, like, he definitely, I mean, he's hugging friends this whole episode. He's got a girlfriend who's, like, gorgeous. It's, like, it's not. So it's all downhill from here, obviously. (laughs) But it's not this this Seth you're imagining uh, when when he goes and, like, reflects on it. So, um, he, so they they go to, um, they go to Ryan and they give him that stuff. So Ryan's now, like, actually full-on getting prepared for this whole thing. And then, um... There's, they go to um, uh, Summer and her Summer's father is talking to uh, Marissa and her and there's just a line that's so funny where they, they're talking about how Marissa's just like um, waiting for their new beachfront house to be redone even though we all no, know Julie's yeah. living in a trailer park and she's lying to Marissa and he says the line I know how unnerving a remodel can be those <laughs> like, fucking people rich <laughs> people rich I love people. that because that's like a kind of that's the kind of line where it's just like that's such an innate like rich white person like you're not going to get that from 
a show even that's like pretending to be this otherwise like that was just felt very real to the, the entire like Newport Beach uh, personality uh, but so they also uh, then they cut back later on to Seth watching a video of that that oh, god. It's so sad. <laughs> and oh it's, god it is depressing and then there's like okay so he's all alone everyone's not there they're playing like um uh, what was the name of the song that's Friend, what friends are for. Are for. Yeah, they go plays. through it numerous times. Wow. I couldn't remember the actual name of the song, but like it was uh, yeah. that. That's what friends are for, and there's no friends there. But then Sandy, great dad of the year, comes up with Kirsten, and he's like, "We're your friends." And it's just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just like it's like an old old video. So he's obviously like it's I like just a baby love staff, but... the sound of Caleb Nichol saying "Shalom" in his <laughs> Shalom. <dress laughs> Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> Because they only get like a throwback to before. Because it's it's an old video where they're all he's alive and everything's happening, but um so uh the uh the video the video kind of puts Seth in a really sad place. Seth but... is like having PTSD as he's watching this. <laughs> but like in the meantime, uh, Marissa's supposed to be meeting Johnny again. At least well, no, this this is, she's Ryan. supposed to be having dinner with Ryan, and he is late because he's studying Hebrew. So Marissa sees Johnny being oh, sketchy I outside. Oh, Johnny and was she's... supposed to come. No. She, no, he's, like, just being sketchy outside with some Why dudes. would he so go right outside him. the diner they frequent every day of their lives? On purpose. On purpose. Oh, oh fuck this sucks. guy. I didn't even think about that. I thought he was just going to go and meet them for dinner. No, it was supposed to be after. just, like, dinner, like, a dinner date for the Jesus two of them. Jesus Christ, he's the worst. So in the parking lot, <laughs> in the well-lit parking lot, he gets, he buys a gun. We don't know at the time he's getting money to buy a gun. And yeah, but he's going <laughs> to drugs. Like, he's going to start selling drugs, which actually makes more sense than him buying a gun. That gun costs like fifty bucks too. That's I forgot about the gun, thing. and I was like, "Oh, maybe he's like addicted to pain pills or something." <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. That would have made well, so much more I, sense. I, yeah. I know it's jumping to the end, but like, I, I need to address this because he. Okay, so he buys a gun to like stick up a convenience store. You are <laughs> a, You're not. First of all, you don't wear a mask. Second of all, you're a string bean again with a limp, a very prominent limp. Like you're not going to come out of this well if you actually do like stick up the convenience store. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And so, so we get an uh, are you okay scene in front of the ocean underneath a pier. <laughs> it's like the most absurd situation. Are you okay scene? Very racy. Yeah, and then we get it, and then rapey. Ryan shows up, of course, because he's prompt for dinner. Uh, and he is. And he sees that, like, fucking Johnny, like, he tries to kiss Why does, also, why does Ryan go, like, looking around to see where they, like, it's like, these people are just like, well, if the person's not in this diner, maybe they're around on the beach at, or something. At this point, people have, like, practically drowned at, in, on that beach at nighttime too many times. For so I guess Ryan wants check. to double check. Where's <laughs> <laughs> not floating there? But, like, he gets this very sexualized hug where, where I mean, honestly. Where, no, he, he goes for the kiss. Kiss, yeah, moves, Johnny And then the he, kiss. like. Fronts like he was trying does to Ryan hug. Does Ryan see the kiss? I guess he must see that. I, I guess he sees what's happening. I think but he I don't sees know if, the hug. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. he sees the kiss part. I don't know but, if he knows because it was like very. But it close was up a very you. heated, like awkward hug. Because he's, he's like, yeah, charged. he's like looking at her like it's time to fuck, I guess. And she's like, oh. <laughs> it's awful. So then he sees that, and he's he immediately like, oh my god, Jesus. And then we get before that happens, though, we get Summer and her dad decorating the tree outside, asking why her mom left when she was only 13. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, her and Seth are both so lonely. <laughs> and then we find out the, the very important information that she was planning on going to that bar mitzvah, but didn't go because her mom left that week and she didn't come out of her room for three days. Yeah. And I love the father because the father actually accidentally helped out Seth that long time ago where he said, no, you RSVP to that boy's party. You're going. Mm -hmm. and it's the, it's the one nice thing he's ever done. Ever done. done. And he didn't even really get to do it because then his marriage fell apart and it didn't fall, it didn't fall through. And but, like, I... I nice. always liked this scene, actually, and yes. I also kind of appreciate that the OC never, like, tried to do, like, and now Summer's mom's back in town. Oh, yes, oh for yeah, for sure. It's just, like, just a quick scene about, like, why'd mom leave, and then it's done, and it's like, wow, good for you, show. Yeah. Also, I feel like it's a quick scene that sort of establishes why Summer is, like, so good. Like, yeah. I, like to at her core, because, like, it's just, like, a tiny, like, tiny moment, but the fact that... Her dad wouldn't, who does seem like he could just be some sort of, like, Orange County asshole, like, is like, no, you RSVP to this other party, that's what you're gonna do, you're not gonna ditch out for something that's, like, more popular or whatever. Yeah, for the most part, Summer's dad is pretty great. Like, it's yeah. understandable he doesn't like Seth, because Seth's the spaz. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're different people. Like, he doesn't like the stuff that mm -hmm. Seth likes. I think later on, don't you get some scenes of them actually, like... Yeah, they, they bond, so but it's, then it's, he, he leaves, and he's terrible to Julie at the end yeah. of the day, so... It sucks. 
But, so this is the scene where you kind of see the two of them also, like, getting closer later on, which is, they don't, they kind of leave that hanging, but I kind of love that scene as well. I think they're both, like, really good scene. together. But, um, so Ryan saw them hugging. He admits it to uh, Marissa at one point where it's just like, oh, because Marissa what? first talks to Johnny and's like, I, there was a vibe last night. I want to make sure if we can, this is the I want to stay friends, can we start over scene, which is terrible. And then, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but before Ryan actually even admits to seeing them hugging, Sandy comes in with his beautiful dad speech. Yeah, Ryan's like, I'm not going to do this for this kid. Because he saw that. And he's like, like this is... Again, because, again, they just ask the question, why should I be doing this for Johnny? Why should any of them be doing anything for Johnny? And then Sandy, of course, comes in and it's so great because he's like, really, you're doing this for you. Like, this is... The Johnny part of it is irrelevant. You're doing this because you're a good person. And you're a good person who wants... Oh, he calls him a mensch. He's like, well, you'll know later on what a mensch is. And, like, it's just, it's a really nice scene because it feels like, obviously, Sandy sees a lot of himself in Seth because Seth is, you know, snarky and absurd. But, like, at the end of the day, he also sees a lot of himself in Ryan. And it's really nice. And I think he just really bonds over that with him for this, like, couple of minutes. It's nice. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, oh, man. So then that happens. Um, They, obviously, he thinks it might be something dangerous when Marissa comes and tells him about that. They're, like, something's up. He's literally, like, dealing drugs or something. So Ryan goes over to talk to him, too. Johnny's in the shower, and he just snoops around the, the room while he's in the shower. <laughs> and becomes, like, so so close to finding the gun, he basically, yeah, he's like, really, raises really close. it. And then he, he goes to a book bag. He doesn't see it in there, but it's actually tucked behind, like, a, and, like, a shirt yeah, underneath it's, that. It's Johnny's mom just being like, oh, hey, Ryan, come on in. I have nothing else to do but usher you people into my house. That's all she is. She's basically, <laughs> a, like, a maid or something. It's crazy. And but, so, yeah... <laughs> At the diner scene before with Johnny and Marissa, he tells her, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. He's like a weird person. Why are you friends with him? Really? It's just absurd. So, oh my god. (laughs) So, uh, Ryan's like, convinces him to go because Ryan's just the greatest person ever. He convinces Johnny to go. (laughs) Yeah, he won't take no for an answer. And Johnny does not deserve this, but he he gets it. So, uh, he shows up. Of course, he brings the gun to the, the bar mitzvah, and I'm like, that's not that kind of party, but okay. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I've got stuff to do. And it was just sort of like, what? And then he, he just goes off, and um, he goes off to the party. He's part yeah, of the group now. Marissa's one job was to, like, watch Johnny during this party, and she loses him, by Well, the during way. one of the, like, 300, like, let's take pictures together scene. And it's just like, Johnny, you had, like, two seconds you were there. Like, why does this kid need to have his hand held the whole time? He's a grown, mostly grown person. Like, uh, so he, he yeah, had, if, if Sandy's calling Ryan a man in this episode, in theory, technically, Johnny is a man, should too. Should be, a, close to a man, at least. And then, <laughs> oh my god, first of all, too, when they get to the bar mitzvah, there's a baby picture of Ben McKenzie that is oh to god. die for. It is the Thank cutest you. thing in the world. But then, um, in between that, we get to, that's where the Julian and Neil bonding is, and they're just, they're, I think it's sad because I think they both are, like, Obviously, he's lying about his wife is actually gone. He's going to have the second divorce, and she's living in a trailer park. And they don't judge each other for a fucking second, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like, they really could, or he could even, like, whoa, you're living it. He decides you got to do what you got to do for your kids, and she's like, yep. And it's just like, oh my god, they're great. But then <laughs> you always remember how that ended, and it's not fun. Not well. Yeah. So, uh, they, uh, also, they, when they're taking the photos in the family, they say to Marissa that she's, you're practically family, and then says, oh. like, you're technically is, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, she, she technically is. is. I'm like, oh, God. And so, um, Seth stalls because after Johnny goes missing, because he's garbage, he goes running to find him. And yeah, Ryan get, goes because he's the best person. And we get the Cohen, like, um, variety hour where they try and stall on the stage in front of all these people. Where they Which is not the first time they've done this at a Newport no, event, by the way. No, of course not. This is them trying to let them do their, their uh, improv, I, I swear. But, like... Also, ban Marissa Cooper from ever doing improv. Oh my god, she's terrible. <laughs> like, but, like, they could just throw to a DJ and then postpone everything. Like, instead, they just all sit around nope. and do nothing. I need so, <laughs> Seth Cohen to teach me about Judaism. <laughs> yes. So he, he starts discussing about what the, uh, the seven, or was it, eight, eight crazy nights, all that stuff. Yeah. So he, he goes off to go find Johnny, Ryan does, and um, Johnny is literally in a, in, a, in a store, in a bodega or something, pulling the gun out about the, the store clerk knows exactly what's happening. He's yeah. He's him from the second Johnny is so fucking sketchy as hell. And so he already hits the silent alarm, but they're just kind of like in this tense moment where it's like, has he decided to actually physically pull the gun out? Then he's literally like pulling it from his bag as uh, Ryan runs in. How does Ryan find him in that specific place, too? I don't know. He was like just following him the whole time, I guess. But like following him to a specific bodega? How? I don't. It's just so amazing. So he goes running in, 
And Ryan immediately, Ben McKenzie, just acts like a 30-year-old. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, hey! And he's like, uh, what's up, Johnny? He asked for a pack of smokes, and, like, uh, I'm like, does Ryan even smoke? I'm like, He smoked in the pilot, and that's it. I think you're supposed to maybe think that he's clearly doing this to be fake, so he just wants to delay the guy to have to go look for the cigarettes or something. I don't even know. But, like, so they're waiting, and then the cops walk in, so clearly he just saved him from ruining his life. And he just, Ryan's just like, don't fucking ruin your life. He shouldn't class. have saved him. Yeah. And then we, get, we come <laughs> back to Sandy again, the best dad ever, screaming the Dreidel song with a not <laughs> abandon, like absolutely having a blast. The whole audience is dead. Like, what yeah, is the noobsies don't know what, what Jews are. And so. then for some reason, instead Summer of like, and Marissa. Yeah. Instead of like, the day. why would they not at least like, I don't know, they, they should have jumped in earlier, but eventually, um, uh, Marissa well, and they didn't Summer. want any part of it in the first place. Well, Remember they interrupt like, and they start singing. Seth a Christmas had to carol. like drag them in before. Yeah, she, they did not want this. But then once they're there, they're singing a Christmas carol. And the whole audience like lights up, and it's like this feels really anti-Semitic. But I guess <laughs> I think it's actually anti-wasp. Yeah, I don't know. And then so, uh, so Ryan uh, then finally shows up in the middle of the song. He gives his beautiful speech about what it's like to be a mensch and how oh. they were the they're the greatest family to him. And that's the only reason he's a good person. And, and we just... sadly don't get to hear Ben McKenzie speak Hebrew. Oh god, and it was just it was too much. And mm-hmm. then Summer says she owed Seth a dance because she did at the original bar mitzvah, which is really sweet. And then, of course, they have this weird friend circle where Johnny's just like part of the group, and they're all like. <laughs> The whole time, I'm still like, why isn't this Taylor? Why she should be here, not this tiny Tim motherfucker. Oh my god! And they're like, it's the best Christmas. So awkward. Chris is like, so it's awkward. the best Christmas ever. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> you barely made it. And in fact, I think it's only because earlier, um, Sandy says it has the resistance of two different holidays that it actually survived the, the awfulness that is Johnny. Otherwise, it would have definitely been ruined. And that's kind of it. But again, it it just feels like we watched a whole like wish fulfillment episode for Johnny that no one asked for not even which is so weird because like the minute like like you like the minute he disappears like I think like he's like pretty he's like it's like oh he's a weird it's a wish fulfillment episode for like a complete non-entity on the show who literally like if you think back about the OC you're not thinking about Johnny not in a positive light is that is No. no I've never thought about Johnny in a positive light I don't think his mom does that's why they don't. That's why they never have the lights on in their house. <laughs> that was really that was that was peak Mora joke. That, they're just that poor that they can't afford electricity. Like or a positive light, yeah, of course. But shut so, up. <laughs> shut up. no. But I, I mean, this is just it's the height of like explaining how great Ryan is at the price of how awful Johnny is. But again, I think you're supposed to care about them in equal amounts, and I'm like, no one ever would do that. Because uh, it's just, he's he's trash. At the end of the day, he's trash that floats off a cliff and then litters into the ocean where it belongs. Oh my god. Whoa. But, <laughs> sorry, it's too dark. How do but, you really feel? But you gotta, I mean, when, when someone is still bad compared to Volchak, you know shit's wrong. Well, Volchak, I don't think he's a Volchak, bad character. I no, will say that. But like, he's still worse than Johnny, I think. Well, like as a person, well, yeah, he's like a, yeah. he's a horrible person, but I don't think he's a bad character actually. Right. I just I hate that in order to get to like the Volchuk stuff, you have to get through the Johnny stuff because they're technically yeah. entwined. Yeah, which is just again so stupid. Who cares? He's some nobody surfer. I don't even remember how they met him. I don't remember anything about him. It just seems like he's like. <laughs> It's, oh my god, again, it's like Superstar. It's because Marissa's going to public school because she shot Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, but it does really feel like, I brought up the Buffy episode Superstar, because it's like you're watching something where everyone's talking and interacting with this person, like they've talked to them and interacted to them a million times before, and I know they technically have, but it just feels (laughs) so unnatural. Oh, no, not even close. They're just suddenly now all about Johnny. Like, I mean, like, arms around Johnny in a group. Oh, yeah. And that weird, like, end line dance. Like weird line flow dance thing that closes the episode. Like here's how they should ended that episode. They should have ended it with the core four doing that little thing, and Johnny's still off sipping a a glass of water, bitter on the outside. That could have been actually (laughs) compelling because he's still not really part of the group. But instead, Mm -hmm. they blow it because not only they kind of already blow that that whole joke or not joke or blow that plot line with the the photo taking earlier because he kind of has that vibe watching them all get photos as a family, Mm -hmm. and he's like, uh. And then, like, he comes back afterwards, and then it's 
he's now part of the group, but you could have just saved that for the end and never bothered with it. This it's is just like episodes like this is why I just wish like Luke, uh, Luke Ward never left because he would have like beat the shit out of Johnny Harper oh and I would have been Luke so Ward happy. Would have no time for this shit, really. Like he's he I have dropped the Great Luke's Gatsby failures. He definitely has a lot more understanding of what it's like to be in the group and earn a place in the group, whereas Johnny just thinks he's er, he's deserved it based on being Johnny alone. It's just, no. <laughs> you have to earn that kind of friendship. I'm sorry. He's never... Like, where is his side of things? Like, where is this great friend that they're they're sticking up for? He's just been a jerk to them practically the whole time. He's more, like, not even a jerk, I feel like. I feel like he's just, like, a wet rag. Like, he does Yeah, nothing. like a non-entity. He's, like, yeah, yeah he, like, does not... Like, he barely exists. Someone once, like, compared him to boiled cauliflower, I mean, and that's... I love that comparison. Oh, my God. He's, like, the Whitney Port of the O.C., <laughs> all right well do you guys have any wrap-up thoughts i mean there's there was a lot that went on but a lot of it was just the same scene again checking in on how Johnny. did he think he was going to be able to stick up that convenience store he i don't has, understand no i agree because like he has less upper arm strength than i do and i could barely pick up a, like <laughs> fat cat the other day like there's no way he was gonna be able to rub it it's just so like unrealistic like it's just like Maybe, like, go for something that, like, you have, like, a shot at doing. Like, if we're gonna go into, like, criminal behavior. Sell drugs! <laughs> Honestly, I'm not Seriously. recommending it, but it would have been- He looks a- more like a drug dealer. And, and he's a surfer, he probably has connections. Yeah, it's, like-, like- what a waste of time to have him do that instead of something that was at least believable. This is also like pre 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 cards. Like he could have made a lot of money. He was in high school. Yeah. He was in public school. Who wasn't smoking pot at public school? Like <laughs> he was a surfer too. He de- I mean, it was all right there, and they just yeah. They would always show like Volchuk had access Ugh. to drugs, so it's like there was clearly a supply and demand situation happening. We ever actually see like I don't even believe that Johnny's a surfer though either because like I don't remember ever. Seeing him surf. Like, I can't don't. picture I, I, think I, I remember him in a wetsuit. I don't remember seeing him. Like, he was surf. just casually, casually. Can you picture those, like, skinny limbs flapping in the wind on a surfboard? No. no. Why? No. He'd, like, fall like... off. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, he gets the he gets the gun through black market dealing, so he clearly has connections. <laughs> so he does. He pays yeah. for it cash. Black market dealing. He does. He doesn't get it in a store or anything. I so wanna, he... I want to know about the OC's black market dealings now. They must have some, right? They have Volchek going on. I feel like Sandy others. Cohen is like low level, secretly involved in OC black market dealing. Like, well, for, oh, probably, no. the, probably the green side of things. I don't know about the other side. <laughs> the, the hard drugs. Sandy absolutely strikes you as the person who would be helping old ladies get marijuana we, like years ago. No wonder Caleb hated him so much for his marijuana. I, mean, yeah, like, we I see could Sandy Cohen surf more than we see John. Yes! yes. Like, if anyone's going the... pro, it's Sandy Cohen. <laughs> Sandy Cohen pro surfer. <laughs> that's that's the headline. I think we can. Uh, that's is there any, what season three of the OC show? Oh, is there anything? Is there anything more we can even say? And that's probably a good place to. <laughs> I mean, I suggest everyone uh, always watch the OC. Yes. Always. And if you're going to watch season three, which you should just to like get through it, just skip the Johnny scenes and, and only Taylor watch Townsend. Taylor Townsend scenes. Yeah. Good, good but watch the Volchok scene yeah. for like. Cam's like face and body, yes, and like yeah, because he's like shirtless and like <laughs> sweaty like every scene. Yeah, he's like always shirtless and sweaty. He's always up to no good. He's like my. He's always close husband. talking with Ryan because he's like in love with Ryan. Oh my god! If they had made out, oh god, they missed out on an opportunity to <laughs> do like, a threesome. Missed out such an opportunity. Why couldn't they do like a threesome thing? Two dudes like, from the wrong sides of the track. And, Mar- and Marissa could totally have gotten convinced them to like. I think oh. that would have absolutely. <laughs> every scene down. with Ryan is literally him just like clearly wanting to fuck Ryan. <laughs> he just he gets with Marissa just to get to Ryan. So I think she's he was probably working on some slow game threesome stuff before all the shit went down, and he's really <laughs> bummed about it to this day. <laughs> Rip. Uh, he just he just sits in he just sits in prison. I could have fucked Ryan out with. Yeah. Yeah, and Marissa Cooper was in, so once she's dead, she's just done. He doesn't even bother after that. He's just like, all right, bye. Well, Taylor Townsend is not interested. No, that is very true. She's she's holding out for better. 
Yeah, um, she, could get, she could get a better threesome option in that. But oh my god, she, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like she also would do the same thing. Ryan has oh, a type. <laughs> she would be totally down. Taylor yeah. actually, I think, would be more down than Marissa. No, exactly. Oh, yeah, Taylor would, like, have a system set up for the whole situation. Oh, she would, like, contact situation. an agency or something. And, like, <laughs> selected who's, like, a good person. Like, not, like, an agency, like, a stripper. Like, an agency, like, would find someone. In, like, she would be on Tinder before Tinder existed. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Taylor Townsend Taylor probably Townsend created Tinder, Tinder which we're saying. and yeah. that's why I saw Johnny on Tinder, because Tinder is actually just created by Taylor Townsend. <laughs> Johnny's ghost. All right, well, <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for joining us. We can get the plugs if, if you have nothing else to go on to. So what's up with you, LaToya? Well, I guess, again, I'm plugging the OC. Yes. Especially just the friendship of Summer Roberts and Taylor Townsend, which is much better than the friendship of Summer Roberts and uh, Pooper Scooper. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll also uh, <laughs> plug the first and only season of Life as We Know It. <laughs> Rip. Show. Yes. Or poor show. Uh, and of course, you can find me on the Twitter at LaFergs, and you can find my writing over on AV Club and all the other fun places. Awesome. And what's up with you, Karinza? Um, well, I, like LaToya, will always condone that everyone should watch the OC, except, yeah, pretty much <laughs> all of the Johnny things, but really pay attention to Volchok. I think he's very underrated. Yeah. Um, and if you're not going to skip Johnny, just, like, drink during a scene. Yeah, that's a fun. great call. That's a great call, yes. And cheap beer. Like, Julie Cooper approved beer. Or yes. Wine, but... <laughs> I, I feel that. That's great. <laughs> Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Karinza Cadenas, which I'm not going to spell out, so I guess you'll just find it. will be it. in the description. <laughs> <in> the description. <laughs> and, um, you can find me, I, like, I'm doing freelance writing for, like, for The Guardian and maybe some future TV recaps, some places, and, um, you can find me mostly on Twitter because that'll be where I'll plug most of my stuff, so. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And then, as always, I am at Mara E on Twitter. And then our next episode of this show is uh, April Fool's Day. Uh, we're going to hopefully trick everybody into watching Cousin Skeeter, the uh, <laughs> season two, episode 19, the feminine mesquite episode. So it's oh Skeeter God. in drag. <laughs> check it out. Uh, yes. Do check it out. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if you get a chance, you can also email us at thetelevoid.gmail.com with questions and comments. You can at reply us at the Televoid on Twitter, and then rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. It helps us find new people, and it's just generally pretty awesome. So, uh, stick around for next week, and until then, thanks for wandering into the Televoid. See ya. Bye. Dreidel, dreidel, I made it out of... I don't really like our songs.